Radio. Yo and hello fam, Avenue here. Make sure you tune in every Thursday at high noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, to Avenue and Friends, only on RawRadioX.com. It's your weekly therapy session, your usual dose of highfalutin hijinks, crazy antics, sarcasm, and bad jokes. Oh, it's true. Remember, it's Avenue and Friends, Thursdays at noon, 9 a.m. Pacific, RawRadioX.com. Act like you know. The Art of Relationships Radio Show is copyrighted. No one is to use any part of the show without express written consent from myself, Greg Tuzinski, or The Art of Relationships. Thank you. Welcome to The Art of Relationships Radio Show. Greg has been a relationships expert guest host on numerous radio shows. He promises that this show is for you and to help listeners become more fulfilled, healthier, and happier in your relationships and lives. Licensed relationship and sex counselor Greg Dazinski, the Art of Relationships radio show, will cover crucial elements in rebuilding emotional and physical intimacy, plus help in reigniting the passion in your romantic relationships. He also welcomes live calls from listeners in helping with these very challenges. No more tit-for-tat arguments. Greg gets to the root of couples' challenges in a rapid, matter-of-fact format, plus applies compassion and humor. Join in discovering how to improve your romantic relationship and your own life. Listen, laugh, and grow happier. Greg is a licensed professional counselor in the state of Michigan. To others, he's simply known as Master G. Hey, welcome everybody. This is Greg Dzinski. This is the Art of Relationships radio show coming from the studios of RawRadioX.com in Detroit City. Here with uh, my man Ab, who helps me out right here. Say hello. Hello. Hey. I got that voice, man. If I was gay, Ab, I'd be all over you. (laughs) (laughs) We're... uh, Coming from Studios Raw Radio X, and you, as always, uh, on Wednesday evenings, you can give uh, give us a call with your questions, any insights you have. Uh, I'm here to help you. That's why I said the Art of Relationships Radio Show is for you, hopefully to improve your life, your relationships, and hopefully just enhance your overall uh, life being. The phone number here, you call us at the rawradiox.com studios at 313 313- Four six two zero one zero seven. Oh boy, three one three four six two zero one zero seven. I was just gonna say, my, I know my handwriting is pretty decent. No, it is decent. <laughs> I am mine. You don't want me writing yet. I, I should have it. I got it memorized. Believe me. Do you, do you have the typical doctor's handwriting? Actually, it's not that bad. Okay. Okay. It's bad, but it's, it's not, not that, that bad. bad. Okay. No. Yeah, when I write students on the board, I always misspell words and stuff in college. Hopefully no one's (laughs) (laughs) bosses aren't listening, whatever. I'm not an English uh, professor by any means (laughs) or math. So, yeah, just stick with her. Hopefully everybody's safe. I know up in the Thumb area and maybe down uh, south of Detroit, too. Hopefully everybody's safe from Monday evening of the storms. Monday evening, early uh, Tuesday uh, morning. That's... uh, I was off the air Monday evening and working on my upcoming book that should be out by the end of July. 
I promise people <laughs> I said the end of April, but it's going to be the end of July, I promise. And people, you get a glimpse on the cover in the back cover of the book on Facebook. Look under uh, Greg Dzinski, D-U-D-Z-I-N-S-K-I. Tonight, it's good to be back on air. It's hump night, everybody. So hopefully everybody's sort of jazzy, got everything going on. And topics of tonight are going to be from, not in any particular order, they are going to be, um, we're going to talk about, are you that prepared to get married? Are you, you know, even if you live together, are you that ready? Have you talked about stuff? And I'm going to cause, I'm going to bring up stuff that actually, if you want to say it, the shit's going to hit the fan. And are you ready to handle this information? So you're going to get some pre- maybe marital pre-cohabitation <laughs> insights that I want you to address in your relationship so you're ready to go into it with your eyes wide open instead of just your legs wide open. Ah, how unprofessional, but that was funnier and shit. So <laughs> we're looking at the situation. I want you guys to you know, address all these issues. And you're going to have your own issues too. I can't, there's no way I'm going to come up with uh, you know, all the situations that you might run into. It's almost impossible. Everybody's different. Uh, you could have, you know, physical disability issues, maybe even, you know, cognitive mental disability aspects too. Maybe, you know, you're maybe older, had a stroke, or maybe you're in a car accident. You know, all these things that you're addressing, there's no way I can cover all of them, but I want to hit the main avenues <laughs> to... Nice. I know, and that was smooth, wasn't it? Real smooth. <laughs> I want to hit the main aspects that you might run into that you're going to think about maybe it's a rule of thumb uh, we don't have to discuss it we don't have to talk about it because you know what we're just going to deal with it i want to help you you know address the issue so they don't become huge challenges in your relationship i want to try to make that transition as smooth as possible okay so we're going to talk about that in a little bit also we're going to hit on Sexual conquest. Oops, as I dropped my uh, stuff. Sorry about that, people. Sexual conquest. And also, not only sexual conquest, do you think they are as important when you get older in life? You know, maybe a teenager looking at, oh, yeah, I want this, or early 20s, whatever. But do you think sexual conquest, do they still, are they ongoing even as you age? What about sexual conquests in a monogamous relationship? Do you still have those? Ooh, Av's looking confused. <laughs> I just, I, I don't, I'm not sure what you sexually active people are doing these days. Oh, it's, just, it's, it's the all, asexual Av. It's all interesting to me. It's all very interesting. Uh, I, I don't know. I mean, just the idea of a sexual conquest within a relationship. I mean, unless we're talking about some role playing thing, uh, what's the point? <laughs> I mean, isn't it all just for for equal pleasure for both? It I mean, I know some people be. have you know different I views agree. on it, but uh, but can you have yeah. sexual conquests in a relationship, monogamous relationship? You up to Annie. It could be role playing. It could be. Uh, Maybe invigorating the fantasy life a little bit more, too. Yeah, I mean, stuff like that. Now, if you're talking about using it to spice things up a bit, oh, well, I mean, hey, it's all fun. Absolutely. And another topic I want to talk about, and this one sort of, it doesn't hit home. It hits home in my office because I run into this 
more than people could imagine. People having affairs, okay, or maybe not only affairs, they break up with one person and end up dating another person, but that person happens to be maybe a best friend of your ex or a relative. Maybe it's your ex-girlfriend, your ex-wife's sister or a brother. Would you, what do you think about those situations? I love to hear from people that are currently, or maybe they were in that situation and said, oh shit, that was a big mistake. Or maybe it worked out for you in the alienation you get from maybe friends, from your, let's face it, your relatives, your friends, all those situations. I want to touch on those because I think a lot of people, it's out there and a lot of people are curious about it. No, they're looking at it. Oh, there's no way I could do that. Oh, my God, there's no way I could date my ex's sister, my ex's brother, you know, whatever situation or best friend. But they're out there more than you can imagine. So I want to talk about that and get your insights again. 313-462-0107. And you can also join us on the live chat. I got that up on Spreaker. You can definitely... uh, Go on a live chat on the Art of Relationships radio show's own mobile apps. And also, you can listen to the show on rawradiox.com along with Spreaker.com and TuneIn. I think it's all over the place. So, welcome to Art of Relationships radio show here in Detroit City. Now, let's hit on what are some you know common themes that people hit on when they go to move in together right a lot of people don't really hit on this they might look on okay what side of the bed are we going to sleep on that that believe it or not that can be a big argument you're like okay uh, no problem i'll take the opposite side of the bed i'm used to sleeping on i'll get used to it and what happens that you never do get used to it and you know restless sleep everyone talks about you know the chores how are you going to divvy up the chores that's a common theme everybody talks about that so i'm not going to spend a lot of time on that what about as far as setting boundaries for how are you going to handle holidays? Whose house are you going to go to, right? Who's right, who's wrong, and how do you divvy up that? And is that a very, maybe that's not a big issue. Maybe that's an easy issue. But say you're both very close to your family. You know, if one person, one of the partnerships, I'll say, is not that close with the family, it might not be a big issue. Say you're both tight with your families right you're both close maybe freaking velcro to your families and you know you have the holidays coming around birthdays anniversaries thanksgiving christmas if you you know participate in christmas easter whatever halloween what the hell hanukkah trying to think the other holidays um, uh, Arbor Day and uh, Arbor Day and Kwanzaa and and and, and uh, what else? National Grilled Cheese Day. National. Oh yeah, we got. I got to do a show on uh, the special holidays about Oral Sex Day and February twenty ninth, Doggy Style Day. What's February twenty ninth? Is that your birthday? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, it is. I have special. It's the one time of the year no, I'm he's dr- okay I'm totally, with. I'm totally joking. It's yeah. not at all. I was going to say, it's the one time of the year that Av gets laid. February 29th, every, what is it, every four years? Yeah, no. Or, <laughs> if that's the case, my birthday is actually February 31st. Oh, yeah, there you go. Like never, Av always sung. The, the anti-sexual, right? Ah, he, yes. He's not the asexual. He's the anti-sexual. Boo sex. <laughs> Boo sex. <laughs> Sorry, Ab, man. There's no way. Now, yeah, it's something we talk about. If you never had sex 
the rest of your life? Would you be happy? Would you be okay? And I'm not talking not with somebody else. I'm talking period. I'm talking not even with yourself, the menage de moi's. I'm talking about nothing. You don't masturbate. You wouldn't have sex. Would you be happy? Could you be happy? And Wow. Like, uh, well, I, I guess. Are you happy, Av? Uh, the, the, first, the first few years sucked. Uh, but, I mean, honestly, you get used to it after a while. You start to focus on everything else. You realize that there's definitely more to life. I mean, geez. I mean, it's crazy how much more there is to life than getting laid. And there's so much energy that people spend on that. I, for me, I've realized that that's, you know, it's something that's relatively, it's fruitless. There's no point. Literally, in fact. Well, why, why do you say exert? Yeah. Well, you for do, me, at least. If it's because, done right, you have to exert energy, for, right? For, right. Well, but for me, talking? at least, because, again, it's, it's, it goes back to the rules of attraction. It's just like, I right. know, I've realized that nine times out of ten, what I'm attracted to is not attracted to me, and vice versa. What's attracted to me, nine times out of ten, right. I'm not attracted to that. So. Uh, for me, trying to is. trying to use any type of energy or anything just to get laid, it's a definite waste of time. Definite. And I could spend that time, you know, doing more positive things or making money or something. <laughs> Planting flowers. Who knows? Planting flowers. Yeah. I don't think people should exert a lot of energy at, you know, trying to get laid. I think the more energy you expel at it, the less it's going to happen. Um, hey, welcome, Foo. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Um, I, I agree. I think more people that try to get laid don't get laid. And they, you know, sort of exhibit, what do I want to say? They sort of, it's almost like they're, it's a magnet. You know, they're going after, they're a magnet. I want sex, I want sex, I want sex. And all of a sudden, instead of being a magnet, I mean, it's a boomerang effect. And it yeah. just repel, <laughs> it repels people like freaking mosquitoes. So going up. What situation? I know, Av, you lived with somebody before. I've lived with a few ladies myself. And you look at, and the new, what do I want to say? The new show that was out, the big, uh, um, oh, Marriage marriage at First Sight. Oh, yeah, I heard it. Yeah, I heard it. Yeah, I'm watching a little bit of it. And some of the, there were textbook uh, therapists, some of them on there. They, they, it was bad. But ironic, you know, Marriage at First Sight. Not only that, but when you're living with somebody or before you, you date somebody for a while, right? In these situations, when you're thrown into real life, you know, you have work-life balances, you have living together, and you look at the situations, how do you go ahead and prepare? What would you talk about and prepare about? Okay, I'm going to do this. I'll help with this. Chores, dishes. Uh, what about food? What happens if one person likes spicy the other one doesn't. And I do. I love spicy. And, I, and then you like spicy and you don't like sex. Isn't know, that that's a, crazy. That's isn't a it? contradiction, weird, isn't, isn't it? it? Well, see, see, it's not that I don't like sex. When I used to have it, I'm not going to lie. True story. When I used to have it, I enjoyed the crap out of it. Um, it's just that I got so used to not having it and then seeing how pointless the pursuit of it was that I just became more apathetic to it. And now it's just more like a, eh. Okay. You don't want to desire it because you get disappointed. Oh, well, the, when, you, when you know the disappointment is there, it's just like, what's the point? Well, we'll see. We'll have to flip that script around. It's been how long now and it's not working? <laughs> 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 okay. you, but when you 
reside with somebody, you're looking at, you know, what are, you know, we talk about expectations of a relationship, but when you live with somebody, what are some things you run into that maybe you didn't expect, or maybe you thought it would uh, go a lot smoother than what you anticipate? And say, if you're both on the same work schedule, which is, you know, hopefully ideal, you know, what happens? Who, who has dibs on the bathroom? Who has, you know, how are you going to handle those situations? And I talked about, you know, the holidays and everything. Are you expecting your partner to give in? Do you take turns? Or do you say, well, I love my family more than you love your family, so we're going to do all this shit. How do you balance the situation out now? And what happens if your partner doesn't want to go to, say, certain family events, weddings, whatever, birthday parties, anniversaries, graduations, whatever. If your partner said, no, I don't want to go, are you going to be okay with that? Are you going to be pissed? (laughs) Or would you be just okay with it? That, you know what, I understand, no big deal, whatever. Are you the type that always wants your partner, boyfriend, girlfriend, partner, whatever you want to call them, lava, to hang out with you, to be with you at all these events? How many people you usually, you know, when you are dating, you find this stuff out, right? You might find this stuff out, but when you're not together, you know, you might, you know, whatever, work here and you maybe be able to blow it off once once in a while. But when you're living together, you see everything, right? You can't make excuses up anymore. How would you handle those situations? Would you be okay with that or are you going to be one that's very demanding and no matter what we do we're doing it together and this is part of and i mentioned this i think last week a little bit about the balance and i talk about this on facebook a little bit in my book too about maintaining your own sense of self and where's the give and take that goes with that that you can you know you are you okay with saying no i don't are you going to do everything because you feel guilty or and well, this does not include Ab because it doesn't involve him. But would you do things just thinking that you're going to get laid by your partner, <laughs> or are you, you know, oh God, I better go because if I don't, I'm not getting sex. So, do you, you know, what do you do as far as selling out your your own sense of self, and how are you going to handle those situations if you know one of you wants to go, you know, wants to go all these events and expects you. To go with them. And how are you going to handle those disappointments if it doesn't happen? Would it be that big of a deal? And a lot of times, like I said, you might have, if you don't talk about these expectations, you know, you might be flexible a little bit before you move in. But once you move in, it's funny how the flexibility sort of solidifies and becomes more rigid. You're looking at, okay, we have, we're living together now. We have to put up this front. And we have to act the status quo of society and maybe what our families expect of us. It's easier, I think, when you're older, more mature, more sure of yourself, and more confident. You tend to be a lot more flexible. But when you're younger, um, it might be very, very difficult because you're still trying to maybe, sadly, meet your parents' approval, relatives' friends' approval, and you don't want to disappoint. You have that guilt and shame sort of going back and forth. And do you make it, it's about you two. And can you be okay with just doing your own thing once in a while? What was the problem when you, uh, I know you lived with somebody before. What Was there any problems? You didn't have family out there, did you? 
Uh, no, where, where we moved to, no, I didn't. Or not uh, in the immediate area, but uh, no, we we had problems. Uh, we definitely had problems, and uh, I should have seen those red flags, but I was so Ooh. eager to start afresh, start new, go to a place where I've always wanted to live, the D.C. Right. area. I was so eager to get out of Detroit that I said, well, you know what? Let's see what happens. Uh, she got worse when we got there, and needless to say, we didn't last too much longer after we relocated. What got worse, Sav? Uh, her attitude, she got very demanding, more controlling. Okay. And, you know, there was already the age difference. Uh, she was 15 years older than me. Right. So that, you know, didn't help matters any. Um, what a cougar. But I was wise enough to know that, yeah, I deserve better. I'm out. Peace. Sweet. No, I'm all for that. Yeah, you got to get out. And once those red flags, it's funny how we, little things we can blow off, we can ignore when we're dating, whatever. When we live together, you know, it could be a year, two years down the road, whatever. And all of a sudden, those little things you ignore tend up being like you're getting stabbed right in the gut with a knife yeah. or something. And they just irk the living hell out of you. And how are you going to maintain, how are you going to handle those situations and talk about them if they come up. That's why I said I want to bring this up because I think a lot of people, they're cohabitating now, and it could be they live together, you know, I, a lot of couples, they moved in together after two months, three months, six months. Excuse me, some couples, you know, waited a year, three years, whatever, before they lived together. There's no rhyme, you know, rhyme or reason. Everyone tries to assume, oh, you need to wait this long before you move in. Everybody's different, you know. Um, you have to do, you know, I tell people rule of thumb living in, before living together, are you being totally honest with your partner? Are you being honest not only with your partner but with yourself? And are they being honest with you? And how, how can you tell that, right? One, you know, little habits you might see, whatever. Not only that, but what happens when you end up living together, your space, your individual space gets reduced, you know, maybe you were, maybe you're one that, you know, whatever, picture knows, whatever. Now, can you do that without getting caught? <laughs> you know, can you do that? You know, if you're maybe a woman and all of a sudden you don't fart that much and all of a sudden you're living together and the guy's like, oh, man, I never knew you did this all the time. You know, all your little secrets, you can't hide them forever and they get exposed. And are you okay with that? Right? I'm all for that. Would you be okay to be your true self, your real self, and expect your partner to be that too? Ab, you got something to say. Are her farts worse than mine? You know what? Some women are. If she, if she can outfart me, I, I'm going to be grossed out and impressed at the same time. Not going to lie. <laughs> grossed out and impressed yeah, so at the same gonna, time? It'll, it'll cancel. The, 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 the different responses will cancel each other out. It'll be all good. <laughs> Sweet. Yeah, I, I don't know. Would I ever want one that was worse than I am? And and I have, by the way. The, in fact, oh, the, I've been around. Yeah, it's been. The, yeah. one, the one I left in D.C. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> 15 years older. She had to be going through menopause. No, I'm T. <laughs> she, she, she was Yeah. On that no. path. On that yeah. path. <laughs> and what, you know, not only that, when you live together, do things change as far as, you know, simple things. Are you going to... Uh, grocery shopping together not you know what happens if you don't like the same type of foods what the hell do you do um you know say one's a vegan and it happens all over the t place right one's a vegan one likes meat whatever you know can you 
balance those out and still have cook maybe two meals you know it can be a pain in the ass and it can cost more money but this is something that you have to talk about as far as you know it could be laundry dishes what else cleaning what happens if one sort of a neat freak and the other one sort of eh, sort of messy <laughs> right maybe, maybe not just messy maybe just more casual we, we had we had the situation too. we had that issue you were a mess no, no I, I was, I was I actually can, the need for i can tell yeah i have a that's not too surprising <laughs> you look at the and not only that you know when are what about the boundaries as far as the house do you are you one that is okay with say family friends just stopping by unannounced and say your partner, or maybe you're the opposite, where they need to call, and one of you don't see a problem with that. They're coming over, no big deal, and it pisses you off. These are something things you got to maintain, not only maintain, you have to discuss. You have to get them out there, I maintain. Maintain goes down further in the road, you know, if you start sliding back. But these are issues you want to talk about, you know. Do we, okay, we expect your friends, whatever, to call before they come over, or unless, you know, if you're both okay with it, that's fine. Chances are you're not going to be okay. One's going to have an issue, it's going to come up. So you need to discuss this. You need to talk about it openly and honestly. How can you tell when someone's being totally honest and being real before you move in with somebody? Is that possible? Hmm. Is that possible, Av? It could be in theory. Depends on what dynamics are at play. I agree. My suggestion, too, I tell people all the time, you know, they talk about single people, clients I have, they'll come in and know, Greg, I'm thinking about, you know, moving in, or I got ass and I'm scared to death and with all this stuff. And I, my recommendation is before you even move in together, and this is nothing new. People heard this all the time. You need to go away a couple times together, like for at least a weekend. <laughs> uh, a week would be great at a time, but like most people, me included, can't afford to do that. So you need, I don't care if it's cheap, you know, actually sleeping in a tent, that might do it. You might kill each other, but you find out a lot of stuff about their character and how they're stressed in certain situations. Not that you want that. <laughs> and I'm not saying you want that. But that is how you sort of find out what the true character of that person. How are they going to react in certain situations? You need to spend at least a few weekends together overnight. Just you two. And sort of the idiosyncrasies will come out. They can't hold them forever, Okay. They're going to come out, and that's where the reality people say, you know, people show their true colors after three months, six months, whatever. That's going to be one way to bring them out. And if you, you know, maybe they chew with their mouth open, maybe the way they brush their teeth totally grosses you out. These <laughs> certain situations uh, come up, and you need to be able to discuss them. And I'd rather have you discuss them before you move in together. There's going to be issues you're going to run into once you move in together. I get that. But I want you to get most of them or try to get most of them out of the way so it can be a smooth transition. You both know what to expect, and you're not going to be surprised and hit over the head like, oh, damn, now what do we do, right? I'm pissed. I'm whatever. What were we thinking about? Because how many people, you move in together, and you're like, oh, shit, was this a, I can't stand this. 
and all of a sudden you're living together. Now what do you do? Do you leave or do you say, oh, God, I made this commitment. I moved in together. I can't leave. Then all of a sudden the resentment, disappointment, all this starts furthering the decay of the relationship, and you're running in a, not a comfortable situation, right? That's why I want you to be able to discuss this and all this stuff. Now, how many people, this is another one, too, talk about that upsets a lot of couples. When they first move in together, one of them might walk around the house nude, and the other one, oh, my God, I can't, I can't believe you do that. <laughs> I'm all for both people walking around nude <laughs> in the house. I have no problem with that. But that is little things people don't even address. What happens if, you know, your partner loves, you know, just walking around the house naked, right? Are you okay with that? Or maybe you want to walk around naked and your partner is sort of, oh, my God, I can't believe that. And they're always ripping on you. It's about trying to accept each other for who they are. However, how much can you find out before you make that commitment to move in together or get married, right? My philosophy is, you know, do you live together before you get married, right? We all know divorce stats are the same. A lot of religious leaders, everything... Years ago, you say, oh, you live together, you have a higher divorce rate. That is false, and that was un, definitely unrepresented and unsophisticated, I should say. Is that a word, unsophisticated? Yeah, just roll, just roll with it. <laughs> Not sophisticated uh, uh, scientific research and stuff. The stats were very biased with all that big time, but... The divorce rate, living together, you would think it'd be lower, but it's not. It's still the same. Living together before, you know, get married and, or you just get married, live together. Divorce rate is the same. Fu said, run as fast as you can while you can. What the hell was that about? I just caught that. When are you going to run fast? Are you talking Fu when I've talked about gas and farting? or? <laughs> <laughs> Which is always a good idea. Yeah, it's always a good idea. And, you know, are you able to mold and balance each other out and sort of fit and build on one person's strength, one person's weaknesses when you move in together? But I want people to try to find out as much as possible before you move in because I want that to be a smooth transition. It's going to be stressful. It's a lot of, you know, you might be overwhelmed emotionally excuse me in a more in a positive way because you're excited you can't wait whatever and all of a sudden you start simplifying the issues that might arise you might ignore them you know you might when i say simplify them, oh it's not a big deal we'll be able to handle it if it comes up but if you guys are so say maybe strict in your thinking and in your belief system that you're not that flexible what's going to happen so i'd rather have those brought up now what happens if one of you might be you know semi-religious and the other one isn't are you going to be okay with that situation and oh i want them to go to service church whatever you want to call it with me and they're like hell no (laughs) that's not for me you know it's like they're an atheist and you're a christian you know can you be okay can it work yeah it can work however it's about mutual respect for each other's situation but then when you bring kids into the mix right Not that you have to have kids. What's going to happen as far as those situations? But before the kids are even around, you know, what starts triggering potential issues? And that's what I want you to talk about, potential issues. How are we going to handle them? 
not only that, like a religious aspect, you know, if you do have kids, and we'll get into that in a little bit, you know, about parenting diff- you know, parenting differences and all this, which is a huge, huge issue where, you know, one parent might be very strict where the other one is more flexible, more wants to be their friend, and the parents clash. And I have a, a lot of clients in my office that run into that situation, and it's not always dad being the strict one. Sometimes dad babysit kids and uh mom's a strict one and beats their ass all the time and dad doesn't want that it's not always you know the mom always babying the kids it's not what you think out there other situations you know simple things what about tv shows that's easy greg we'll have separate rooms right (laughs) we'll have a tv in the bedroom tv in the living room so we can watch our separate shows together right one wants sports the other one can't stand sports and one wants reality tv shows um whatever the freaking house sluts of atlanta or whatever you want to talk about (laughs) which is the accurate title by the way that is the accurate title and you're you know, and you want your boyfriend to sit there and watch it with you and be okay and love it like you do, and chances are it might not happen, right? And just like you might hate sports, and he wants you to watch, you know, a football game, basketball game, whatever, and you're like, oh, screw this, forget that, you know. And can you be okay just being alone and watching your own thing together, right? However, does that mean every night that you're totally separated? And can you come together or allow that space, which you both need, however, come together? And how are you going to work that out before you move in together? And it's really sort of ironic. How many people, um, I, I think I did it too when I was younger, living with somebody, that, you know, a lot of things you don't realize. And other, other people could be friends, uh, family members, whatever, you know, have you thought about this? Oh, yeah, no big deal. We'll handle it, whatever. And then it hits you in the face and you're like, damn, what do I do? And then, you know, little voices inside, you know, out, not inside your head, you know, you're from around you, you're like, oh, shit, they warned me about this, they asked me about this, and I just blew it off. I want you to wake up and be mature enough to get out of the fantasy land and look at potential problems and challenges that are going to come, maybe the frustration, which I don't want whatsoever. I want you to head them on. Deal with them before they materialize when you move in, okay? You ready for a little break? Sure. I'm babbling all over the place. Sorry, people. I'm sorry. It sounded very unprofessional. Anyways, we'll be back back in a a few minutes. Uh, This is Greg Dzinski, and this is the Art of Relationships radio show coming from rawradiox.com in Detroit. We'll be back shortly.
Oh, it's true. Remember, it's Avenue and Friends, Thursdays at noon, 9 a.m. Pacific. RawRadioX.com. Act like you know. I can't figure out why. The hell I can't say you're the words that I've been thinking in my mind. Unless I'm in front of a crowd Shouting into a mic And I'm naked She get a little bit closer
Hey, welcome back. This is Greg Dzinski, a.k.a. Master G, and this is the Art of Relationships radio show coming from you live in the studio of rawradiox.com. So check them out. Check them out on Facebook. Again, rawradiox.com. You check out my friend Avenue Sebastian show on Thursdays at what? Noon? Thursdays at noon. At Thursday at noon. 9 a.m. Pacific. Yeah, Avenue and Friends. Sweet. So check them out on rawradiox.com. Again, you give us a call tonight, 313-462-0107. Uh, ask any questions you want, no matter what the topic of the show is. I usually say this on every show. Um, it doesn't matter. Give me a call. I want to answer any questions I can to help you out, help you out in your life, your relationship, or, you know, maybe you're dealing with grief and loss issues, too. Uh, you know, missing, it's the anniversary of someone maybe that passed away, you love uh, a loved one or whatever that passed away. It could even be a pet. You know, a lot of people think that's silly or crazy. Oh, it's just an animal. <laughs> they can be your best friend. Uh, so... I'm a huge, huge animal fan, so I get that, and it's hard. Anything I can do to help you out, give us a call here, 313-462-0107. You can also join us on the live chat if you are using the Art of Relationships Radio Show's own app, Spreaker's own app, or you can go to Spreaker.com. Like I said, you can also listen to the show on TuneIn, and, of course, RawRadioX.com here on Wednesday evenings. So hopefully everybody's doing okay. Everybody's ready for a hump day and survive the storms here in Michigan on Monday. I think it was Monday, Tuesday morning, something like that. Talking about trying to get, you know, sort of predictions. You're not going to get them 100%, you know, as far as when you go to get married or when you live with somebody, you're not going to hit them 100%, you know, you're not going to be able to hit everything that you're going to potentially run into until you're living together. But I want to hit the main ones out of the way that we talked about on the first part of the show. And if you live together, you know, what happens? Have you even talked about we're living together? And what happens if there is an accident? <laughs> I say an accident means, oops, I'm pregnant. <laughs> How are you going to handle that situation? And have you talked about it? You know, maybe you don't want the kid and you're the female and the guy wants the kid. And, you know, you talk about, you know, abortion. I'm not going to get on. We'll save that for another night, whatever. I'm not, in the, <laughs> I'm not in the mindset to get into that situation this evening. But, you know, say you want the kid, you don't. Have you talked about what happens if I get pregnant, right? Well, he wears two condoms, and I am on the pill, and use an IUD, and use a depot shot. I mean, we're all protected. Shit happens. You know, are you ready? How would you handle that situation? You know, would you still have the kid, or you want the kid? Let's face it, guys, you're screwed. <laughs> if, you know, I, I hate to say that, but, you know, woman's body, it's her choice, and, guys, you don't have a choice in that matter. If she wants it, that's going to happen, and I'm, I'm not saying. So you got to take responsibility. If you play, you might have to pay, according to uh, the front of the court here in Michigan, right? Uh, so you look at those situations and what happened. That's, I wouldn't say, you know, not only, 
you know, that can happen when you're not living together. I get that. But maybe that's going to change the dynamics that once you live together, maybe, okay, it's like we're married now, and now we have a kid, we're going to have it, we're going to raise it together and live happily ever after. This is something that, you know, you deal with, and you have to remember, though, because you talk about it before you move in, and if situations arise, you might change your mind, right? You might change, have a change of heart, as they say. You know, your emotions, everything else, your you know, rational thinking can go out the window when you're living it, when you're dealing with it. You know, it smacks you in the face. So how are you going to handle those situations? Uh, we talked about, you know, the in-laws, outlaws situation, you know, with holidays. How are you going to handle that? And the people coming over, um, say you, you're okay with people staying until 2, 3 in the morning at your place, but your partner's like, you know what, midnight, that's it, whatever. How do you balance and do you respect each other? And how are you going to work these situations out? A lot of people do not talk about this. They'll talk about, okay, how are we going to, you know, how are we going to handle the bills? You know, that one tends to be a common theme. Not only that, what happens if one of us lose our jobs? What are we going to do? How are we going to survive? And what's going to happen? And I know ladies out there, you're going to say, well, if the guy loses his job, I'm hooking up with somebody else that makes money. No, I'm teasing. You know what? I'm all about guys doing that too. You look at the situation What's going to happen when, you know, this stuff hits the fan? How are you going to be a teammate to your partner? How are you going to be a team and realize that not only each individual is important, but the relationship is important now too? And what are you going to do to sort of, I don't want to say attack. Why don't I say attack, you know, maybe foreseeable issues or challenges that are going to come up so they can be, smooth out that you can be at least prepared how you're going to deal with them once they happen that doesn't mean you know everything's going to go 100 percent as planned not at all but at least you're going to have somewhat of a awareness to at least have stepping stones to combat those challenges or try to you know handle them together okay how are you going to handle situations if uh, you move in together and you've never seen situations where there's anger issues? And I, I have a, a couple now with the situation that um, that happens. Uh, you know, he or she might drink a little bit too much or just, you know, blows up very explosive at times. Doesn't mean it hard of gold, you know, breaks chairs, breaks shit freaking knocks out windshields of vehicles and, you know, got a hard to go. And what are you going to do when you, you know what, I'm not going to be with somebody like this. Now you're living with them. You're hopefully in love. Now what are you going to do with these situations? And also, I think most of us also have to know, you go into it, you know, we have unconditional love and you know, most of the listeners know my thoughts on unconditional love. I want you to have that, right? I want you guys to be connected and have unconditional love for each other. Yes. However, I also think unconditional love can be stupid if you are in like an abusive relationship, maybe getting constantly cheated on, uh, substance abuse issues where, oh, I unconditionally love that person. But you know what? That doesn't mean it's a great situation for you to be in, okay? Okay, what else? Um... 
you know, talk about kids right before the break. We talked about, you know, if you have kids, you know, how are you going to, you have this image, right? Let's, let's be honest. You have an image of your partner, right? Oh my God, they're going to be such a great dad. That's why I fell in love with them. And oh my God, he's going to be great. He's going to treat our princess like I want him to. And he's going to be an awesome dad. Take our son, you know, fishing, sporting events, whatever. He's just going to be awesome. Or, or my, oh my God, she's going to be a great mom. I don't care if she was, a, she's a crack whore. Uh, she's going to be a great mom. I just know what, you know, all these expectations. Has then, that actually really been said? <laughs> I don't know. I, I just hope, let's hope not. Up. I hope not. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in love with the crack whore. <laughs> Is that a song? Only in Detroit, right? It could be. Oh, it wouldn't <laughs> surprise me. Only in the D. Anyways, we're, we're looking at, um, you know, you look at the situation. We have expectations, and if that person doesn't meet them, we're like, oh, shit, what do we do? That's what I'm talking about. You don't know until you're in a situation dealing with kids. You know, how are you going to handle feedings? How are you going to handle, you know, the kid wakes up in the middle of the night and you're like, oh, God, it's your turn to get it. No, that's your job. <laughs> you know, you have all these <laughs> expectations, how you're going to handle it, and what's it going to take to work together? And that's going to put you through the ringer having a kid, especially if you have a kid that's colicky, that, you know, I, I hope not. That I'm not wishing any ill will on any kid you know whatsoever but if there's health issues if there's you know say they're colicky and they don't sleep that well through the night and all this stuff constantly waking up what do you do how are you going to handle that as a team um these situations and that's where i said your true self your true character might come out and how you handle stressful situations that you might not see or even anticipate before you move in together or get married. Now, how are you going to combat that and deal with the situation? Or say your partner freaks out, you know, once gets angry, pissed off, whatever, stresses out, starts crying, goes into an emotional fit. And then are you automatically going to say, okay, I'm done. I've never signed up for this and I'm out of here and leave out, right? Now, if it happens, you know, a couple times a week, now you might have something to go for. Your expectations get shattered, and reality will slap you in the face real, real quick when you live together, okay? Now, let's switch gears a little bit. I want to talk about the sexual conquests. Do you think sexual... I want to hear from callers, damn it, and also text on this situation. 313-462-0107. Do you think sexual conquests fade away do they fade away with age do they fade away in your 30s 40s 50s 60s just think of your grandparents 80 years old getting it on do you think your grandpa's spanking grandma trying to break her hip right bending her legs right over her behind her ears oh shit as you hear those arthritis bones are creaking <laughs> do you think they no longer have sexual conquests anymore? Or do you think it's done and over with? Sexual, you know, they could be single. Like I said, the highest rate, think about this, people, as you're thinking about your parents or your grandparents getting it on <laughs> in your nightmares tonight, the highest rate of STDs and STIs is in nursing homes. Yeah, that's, yeah. isn't that interesting? Yes. 
makes sense when you think about it, but yes. most people don't want to think about no. it. Therefore, no. Therefore, they don't. Do you want to think about your parents getting it on? Hell no, I don't. Why would I? <laughs> Nobody does, but how in the hell did you get here, right? Exactly. Oh, the stork, right? Yeah, well, I, I, was, <laughs> I ordered it. I literally was. I saw the paperwork. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah, the, isn't it the paperwork on the thing <laughs> they used to get? Yeah, stork and all that stuff. Yeah. It's a blue one or a pink one, UPS, depending on. Yeah, UPS handles that work now. <laughs> UPS or FedEx, right? Yeah. Whoever's running a special deal back then. And you look at the <laughs> the situation, you know, with sexual conquest, and you look at, you know, it's easy to think about in your 20s, oh, man, I can't wait to do this. I can't wait to have a threesome or go to an orgy or, you know, whatever. You can't wait to maybe, you know, you're, you're a guy and you wanted to bang a cheerleader or you wanted to bang uh, the band, you know, some chicken band. Oh, my God, like on American Pie, that she was a freak, man. How many people would like to think that now? How, I bet you since that movie came out, American Pie and uh, the flute. <laughs> I take the flute and the clarinet and I touch my... Anyways, and you look <laughs> at the situation, you know, how many uh, band members ended up freaking getting hit on after that movie thinking all band, you know, all band uh, girls are freaking freaks sexually, right? Quite a, quite a few of them are, though. Well, I agree. Yeah, um, yeah I agree. <laughs> <laughs> just I, just I, say I it. That stereotype is mostly true. Mostly. Right? <laughs> and you look at a situation, you know, with the sexual conquest, but in a monogamous relationship, and I talked about this, and I think uh, Avenue it looked a little puzzled when I said this, can you have still have sexual conquest in a monogamous relationship? Is it possible? Is there something that you've never tried that you want to try? And I know with uh, Princess Foo and, uh, well, Chip Foo might be sleeping. But uh, I, I don't, I'm trying to, th I don't think there's anything that they haven't done or uh, want to do yet. I, I don't even know, and I don't want to speak for Princess Foo on there uh, anything. And she might surprise me. I don't know. And I'm supposed to be, uh, you know, a sex therapist too, and I'm like freaking. I'm learning shit. <laughs> oh, God, here we go. Hey, Rhonda, what's up? My grandparents had sex until they were well into their 80s. They probably were my sex, where my sex drive came from. You know what, Rhonda? I agree. I know uh, stories of my grandparents still getting it on in their uh, late 70s, early 80s on my uh, dad's side, too. So, you know, maybe, maybe your sexual conquest is that you're still sexually active. Could that be a conquest? That, you know, when you're taking your Geritol and your arthritis pills <laughs> and your Viagra and freaking Cialis or whatever, you know, do you, maybe that's a sexual conquest that you're still able to have sex and you enjoy sex, maybe like your grandparents, Rhonda, into their 80s. Would you want to be that person? I know, you know, Avenue's not even thinking about that because he's anti-sexual, so he's out of that mix. Yeah. Do, you, <laughs> do you look at... You know, sexual conquests, even in a monogamous relationship, and I want to have a show about, you know, maybe people that are in the lifestyle that are swingers or in open marriages, or maybe, you know, they're okay having sex with other people, and they're in that situation where, you know what, they're okay with that. You know, we're emotionally connected, we're all this, and a lot of people, oh my God, I could never be like that. You know, it, for some people it works, all that. And I want to do an sh upcoming show 
about that, you know, swingers and the dynamics involved and the emotional connection, everything that I hope to never lose my sex drive. I hope you don't Rhonda either. And I hope I never lose mine either. But what happens if you're alone and you never lose your sex drive? Is that where you pleasure yourself? Hell yes. You're going to have to, right? Or you're going to buy, have to buy a, uh, sort of a pocket, uh, pocket pussy or a blow up doll or fricking long dong Frickin' Johnny Wad. God, I haven't heard that name in a long time. John, frickin' Johnny Wad uh, frickin' dildos for you ladies and vibrators. Oh, speaking of that, I heard I had a couple that just talked about, um, they were having some sexual, pro- yeah, Rhonda's talking about, talking about a weave, I think it's called a weave vibe, and I don't want to frickin', actually, they should pay me frickin' uh, advertising fees, but a weave vibe, um, that you can operate, someone can operate, like I could be in a car, not, you know, parked in a car, you don't want to drive because it's like texting, and I could, via Bluetooth, you can freaking operate that vibrator, like 250, 260 bucks for this thing, that you can operate it from like my cell phone, and you could be in the next room (laughs) uh, getting it on, and it's called the Wii Vibe, um, there's a lot of things out there, and you look at, you know, sexual conquest, what do you do? Is it a sexual conquest? Okay, I got her off once. Now my sexual conquest is I'm going to get her off four times, you know. But does those are amazing. Way to go, foo. <laughs> Apparently you have one of those, huh? Those Wii vibes. Yeah, I knew about them a while ago, and the technology just keeps uh, increasing. I, a couple Saturday, we talked about them, and they, uh, she's freaking off smiles. Oh, hell yeah, I highly recommend them. And I've heard some very good things about them, right? Now I just got to get paid commission for advertising those suckers. So you look at um, the situation, the sexual conquest. Do you look at sexual, sexual conquest, even in a monogamous relationship, to be more goal-oriented? right? Do you use it to have fun with, or are you looking at it as sort of a a goal orientation that you lose the connection, the emotional connection with your partner because you're just worried about maybe doing a gymnastics move? Do you remember, Av, what it was like? Oh, geez, it was so long ago. (laughs) I vaguely remember it, though. Good times, good times. But yeah, I mean, just thinking about it, it would take me out of my train of thought for anything else. Totally throw me out of out of just all yeah. <laughs> do I, I I look at myself everyone you know what <laughs> uh, oh boy do I still have sexual conquests that I want to meet hell yes you know what I want to I want to when I'm old enough I want to break I want to break my freaking partner's hip man yeah that's right I threw her hip out of place man I just banged her so good. <laughs> and she loved it <laughs> as she's crawling on the floor, whatever, can't move. No, that's not funny, right? <laughs> and there are women that have sort of, and guys that have broke a hip getting it on, believe it or not. And so, you know, the sexual conquests, do they become more goal-oriented, or can you use them as fun, right? Even in a monogamous relationship, you everyone assumes sexual conquests are, right, the notch on the bedpost, the... Freaking notch on the lipstick, yes, ladies. You put them on your lipstick case or maybe your tampon case. That's not that romantic, is it? But you look at the situation. You know, you know, it's a, a sexual conquest. Everyone assumes that it is a certain number, right? That you want to increase your number. Maybe it's a certain 
what do I want to say? A certain person, like I said, you know, a cheerleader. You know what? My sexual conquest is to do that freaking glass-wearing um, hair tied up in a bun freaking librarian that's a total freak, right? Maybe you want to do that. Maybe you want to do a freaking cheerleader. I used, to, I used to want to do that. Oh, hell yeah. Used to. Well, you know, like well, I said. you're anti-sexual now, so you don't want to. Have you ever done? I haven't done that. Have you? Come close. Come close, but. I mean, well, she wasn't a librarian, but she did. We did a little, a little role playing. That was nice. That is good. Yeah, I want to go coming when I'm really, really old. You know what? I would love that. You know what? I would, you know, after I, I tell people, you, you know, if you are, you know, people die, have heart attacks when they're having sex. I, I'd be so freaking pissed if I freaking die before I came. I'd be so freaking pissed. <laughs> How would you know, right? As, you know, make, let me come and then die, right? You don't want to, oh, 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 and then you die before you come, and you're like, oh, shit, that was a waste. <laughs> you look at, you know, sexual conquest could be an act. It could be, you know, maybe increase an orgasm. Or what about a guy as he gets older? It's even more harder. Um, can he be multiple orgasmic? You know, would that be a conquest? But are you still concentrating on that conquest, that goal, versus the connection and join each other's company? So you got to be very, very careful um, with that dynamic, okay? Because I don't want you to always have to worry about the thing. But I still want you to have the sexual conquests or fantasies, if you will, that you want to go into. And if you're single, you know what? Do you want to do every color of the rainbow as far as... Um, you know, white, black, Asian, Mexican, Taiwanese, Polynesian. Mm. Any more? Any more you can think of? Come on. Um, <laughs> Irish. <laughs> there you go. That's like whiter than white. Um, what else? Eskimo. God, I can't. Can you think of any of them? I can't. <laughs> I, can't. <laughs> I can't either. I'm trying to think uh, other ones. But, um, you know, do you want to, you know, do that? Do you want to do a Neapolitan, like ice cream, right? <laughs> do, you, do you have someone, you know, do you want to, ladies, do you want to do a bald guy, a guy with a beard? Do you want to do a guy that's blonde, maybe has a freaking mullet, <laughs> that has a freaking, uh, I can't even think what they're called now. I can, I can tell you what they don't want to do. Have <laughs> <laughs> yeah, come on now. Yeah, I know women would want to do you. You know that. I can't even think of what the hell they're called now. Oh, mohawk! I can't even think about that now. You know? Do you want to? Do you, you want to do? Uh, do you want to do a guy with a freaking Fu Manchu or uh, oh, the new uh, beer coming out with the freaking bicycle freaking mustache? The flavor savers. Um, <laughs> flavor savers. <laughs> you never heard that before. Flavor savers. Yeah, really? Wow. Yeah, yeah flavors I... in you know from. Oral sex, you know, sort of flavor savers. Oh yeah, no, I, I, yeah, I, yeah. I'm, good God, good days, good days, good days. <laughs> yes, I don't believe have. Yeah, foo. You know what? That I used don't to know. be. That used to be one of my favorite meals of the day. <laughs> Absolutely. Whoa. Hell yes. And you know what? The more it, it makes sense because I used to. I was working out like three or four times a, a, a week and. I was in the best shape of my life, and you know what? I, I've got to say, that is definitely part of a balanced uh, breakfast and diet. 
fat free, right? You've got to do it. Fat, fat free, free and gluten cl- free. Gluten free, cholesterol free. It, it's good How for you. To the it's us. good for you and her. So. Absolutely. If you do it right, it's That's good right. for her, That's right? right? So you look at, you know, do certain conquests. Do they, you know, if you're single, whatever, are you still worried about the conquests? Or are you still worried about the connection? And do you sort of, you know, is it good to f- sort of act on your fantasies? You know, that's one thing that's, you look at the situation. And if you are totally on two separate spectrums in a relationship, like you said, you know, sexual, sexual conquests in a monogamous relationship, or are those only for people that are swingers? or an open uh, relationship aspects, right? But I want to do a show. I'll do a show on, uh, you know, swingers and maybe uh, break some stereotypical taboos and, you know, open marriages in the situation. And the people that don't know the difference between the two, open marriages, basically, you know what? As long as you're using protection, whatever, if you see someone sexy you want to bang, go bang them. And that's for both of them, and they're okay with it. And some... Some people, they get turned on. Um, they get turned on. The husband gets turned on by the wife telling the sexual escapade she had, and she gets turned on by him having a sexual escapade with somebody else, and they get turned on, and they separate that. And you think about back in ancient times, <clears throat> excuse me, the Greeks and the Romans, they were able to separate that. They said the, the body is for pleasure, and the heart is for love. Like, I can love my wife, love my husband, but the body is to please, and it doesn't matter who we bang. <laughs> you know, who we have sex with, and is that, you know, is that okay? Or do you think monogamy and, you know, sexual conquests and monogamy, do you think that's a contradiction? What do you think, Av? <laughs> I, I, I know, this topic is totally well, off no, your... It is, but I'm, I'm, I'm all about simplicity. Uh, and I, I'm the type of person that one person, I, I, I'm not trying to focus on more than one at a time. So if I'm with that one person, that's it. And that's who I'm having my sex with. I, I'm not going outside of that realm for anything Thank you. else. That's how I don't I, need I, to. I promote that. That's how I, I am, too. The more I think about it now, that's a part of the reason why I couldn't even consider doing friends with benefits. Cause it's like, yeah, we're friends, but I, I can't do yeah, sexual intercourse outside of a relationship. Right. I just can't do it. I am one. Have I done it? Yes. Have I done it more than oh, once? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yes. We, we all have. <laughs> we all have. Well, yeah. Um, but I am too. I'm a one woman man. Um, I, I, that's, you know, and people know I'm not, you know, I'm not in the lifestyle. I'm not in that. People, when I talk and I joke around a lot, when I teach human sexuality, actually that class is starting next week again, Thursday night. But it, um, I talk about it, everyone thinks I'm this freak in the whips and chains and I'm all in the threesome, some, some, and I'm not. I'm, in, I'm a one, one that, woman man. Not that there's anything wrong with the whips and chains. No, not at all. I'm not, or, you know, flogging, you know, according to Foo, right? I, I, approve, about, all, I approve those acts. The, you know, flogging, and, you know, we talk about difference in the extreme S&M uh, aspects. We talked about that, um, oh, God, that was a month ago. That was on, yeah. uh, it was on, I think, uh, actually, before I joined Raw Radio X, we talked about flogging. And different, yeah, oh, yeah, baby. Different extremes, you know, with the severe hardcore S&M and the main term of flogging, the whipping and all that good stuff. Um but the sexual conquest, you know, you look at the situation. In a monogamous relationship, can you still have them? Can you still have those sexual freaking 
Uh, epitaphs? Hmm. I Is mean, that possible? Yeah, I guess in theory. I mean, it depends. Do you have the type of relationship where... In theory, there is at least in the bedroom there is a submissive and there's a a more uh, ooh there more, you go you know a, dom- a dominative uh, person. If there's something like that going on, well, yeah, obviously I could see someone needing to always one up the other. Maybe maybe they're versatile. Maybe they switch positions. Absolutely, I, I've been in that position. No puns intended. Uh, multiple times. And uh, and then for us though it wasn't you know a one up thing it was just you know we both were kinky and into different things and right. we try stuff out but right uh, yeah I mean you, you could do you could have a, a conquest uh, or a list of conquests I mean maybe there are some things that you want to do that you've never tried before yeah I mean it's something like that maybe sure right. why not yeah if you look on the chat I think uh, two ladies on there are usually uh, followers. Uh, look like they might be wanting to do you abs. So oh, stop it. So stop be, <laughs> look on that. I, I don't I know. See you oh, see that? Stop it. I think stop you. It. I think it. you might have a following, man. You might have some stalkers. No, I just they're have, on that uh, freaking sexy voice. No, I just have a very uh, easy voice to listen to. Yeah, he, I like how he says that, and yeah, he, he right. walks away from the arrogance. When you're no, <laughs> when you're you're when you're a nerd who has an oh, easy, God. you're a nerd with the easy. <laughs> voice to listen to oh, there you, you go you, that's all you need you cracked me up i'm just saying okay <laughs> we're, we're going you know we're going from sexual conquest i want to go into has anybody out there you, please i'd love to hear your story we would love to hear it uh give us a call 313-462-0107 and i want to hear stories have you ever ended up dating one of your exes friends maybe a sister a cousin have you ever and i tell you i i get in situations i've had a couple that um they had a threesome and happened to be with the husband's brother i can tell you freaking stories having a threesome and having a brother having a sister everyone you know god i can't wait i've had threesomes with my girlfriend and her mom um that you look at situations but i'm talking about not only that but that you broke up with something just own it you know you have the voice oh there you go absey <laughs> you know he's trying to be humble but it's hard for him to be humble i do well, I I do, well thank thank you fool. I, <laughs> I do have a voice I, i've got oh voice. God, I'll, I'll give you that. yeah he, he does have that barry white type voice going on <laughs> he's a lot better looking than barry white too yeah. you look at the situation that you know, those aspects, you come alive and look at him, they are, I'm not sexy, Rhonda. Oh, no, I haven't been sexy no, since 1734. No. I, I have, you know what, I, I do have game, Rhonda, I do admit that, but as far as a sexy voice, hell to the no. <laughs> and you've had me as a student, whatever, I love joking around, whatever, I might have a little bit of a personality. Sexy voice, Hell no! I've got the, I, I have the personality, I have the, the the sense of humor, and I have the voice. That's about where the sex appeal ends. Like it, that's pers- all you need, personality, man. Personality, and you you do need looks. You do. <laughs> well, what the f- hell? You are with me? that's that's to you. That's, that's no, to it you. isn't. Yes, yes you is. are. That's to uh, you. Anyways, Rhonda, are you flirting with me, Rhonda? <laughs> I'm blushing now, right? <laughs> you are. Yeah, I, I do <laughs> blush. 
they yeah, might be just sweating my ass off. But you look at the situation, you look at the dynamics to where, um, you know, how many people out there have you ended up dating someone else, uh, your, maybe your ex's best friend, ooh, their brother. I have people that ended up, they were married, frickin' married, divorced, and then remarried their ex's brother ended up marrying their ex's wife. I have, uh, I know I can probably, I'm not going to list them, but I can think of 10 people right now off the top of my head, just like that, that has a woman, her ex ended up living, is living with her sister right now, Uh, brother freaking lost his ex-wife to his brother. I'm telling you, I got um, situations where a cousin is now dating the guy's ex-wife. So these situations, everyone is sexy in their own way. Foo, you are so politically correct, it makes me sick. And you know, you know, you know me, Foo, I'm not politically correct. And you just, you're trying to kiss ass and make everyone feel all hunky-dory. Why don't you just give us a cookie now, too, you know, with some chocolate milk? Ooh, oh, no, seriously, if, if you have chocolate milk, though, that's, that's, that's cool. Actually, chocolate milk is good. I haven't it's, had that in a while. Me either. I don't drink a lot of milk. I don't, yeah. Anyways, um, now I drank uh, poo juice, but um, no. <laughs> I didn't say foo. I said poo. <laughs> anyway, you those dynamics, but you look at the situation. How difficult would that be to, you know, how would you be around that individual? And I want to know, hey, hey, Foo or Rhonda, have you known anyone that has been in that situation? You know, a friend of yours that all of a sudden is, you know, maybe got dumped in their ex's dating their sister, brother, whatever. I'd love to hear from you. 313-462-0107. And how about we take a quick little breather and then we'll f- come back and uh, finish up the last segment. Sound good, Av? Sounds good. Thank you. This is the Art of Relationships Radio Show on RawRadioX.com. If you're looking for that unique, cool fashion statement, check out Shoes by Shay on Facebook. She has hand-painted, uh, hand-designed canvas shoes for you, your loved one. It's an inspirational piece unique to your own taste. Check out Shoes by Shay on Facebook. Again, that's Shoes by Shay on Facebook.
Okay, hey, welcome back. Sorry, this is Greg Dzinski, uh licensed professional counselor, relationship and sex specialist here coming from the D at rawradiox.com. The D being, of course, Detroit City. Give us a call. We're in our last segment of the evening. It's 313-462-0107. Oh, my God, it seems like I have a little more of a voice uh, than I did at the beginning of the show. I don't know if I needed to wake up or anything else. Oh, yeah, Rhonda, you mentioned, oh, yeah, uh, mentioned a husband, divorced uh, a friend, and got with her sister. He had eight kids between the two sisters. So get the, the do they live down south, Rhonda? I don't mean to poke fun at anybody, but this seems like it only happens down south where uh, not only are the kids cousins, they are half-siblings, too. <laughs> Ew. That sounds like down south but believe it or not middle easterns it's still okay for them to marry their first cousins do you know that yeah 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 well i shouldn't say middle easterns i muslim uh cultures islamic culture that it is okay for them to marry their first cousins wow yes it is and they're not they're a little more relaxed when they're, you know, living over here, Dearborn, whatever. But, yeah, it's okay uh, for them to marry. I knew that a long time ago, and I just got that reaffirmed again. That was mentioned with a new um, new client, sort of secretive, um, coming to see me way out of the way. So hmm. I'm flattered, but, yeah, it's weird. But you look at situations, you know, talk about, you know, what would you do how would you handle that? That is wrong, foo. Yeah, I agree. Oh God, you know what, cousin? You're freaking hot. That, <laughs> I, I just, oh God, oh my God. Can you imagine that? Well, you were anti-sexual before, Ab. That would make you even probably more. Well, That'd only, make me anti-sexual. It's only really been for the past couple of years. Yeah, you I said mean, four years. Yeah, right? so. Yeah, that probably would definitely kill it for me, for sure. <laughs> yeah, that would, oh, my God, that was, ew. No, thank you. Looking at, um, you know, what the, what would you, would you be okay with it? Or is that just a taboo thing that, or do you think love is love and it shouldn't matter if it was, you know, your ex's best friend, your ex's brother? You, you imagine going to family family uh, gatherings, <laughs> you, you divorce the guy and Austin, you're married to his brother. Um, what would, would that make it for a comf- comfy situation at, say, other weddings, anniversaries, birthday parties, <laughs> and everything? Uh, would that be awkward? I, would I want that situation? Eh. You know, they say, you know, if you love somebody and it works, and I get it doesn't work out, but is that okay? Or is that just a societal taboo? And how many people in, you know, God, what, 1600s, 1700s, 1800s, even before that, if they're, you know, say the husband, the brother died, he would end up marrying the wife to take care of her, right? That was a common practice. So you look at it, I know we're more advanced, more evolved than that, but you look at that situation, um, is it wrong? And who's to say it's wrong? Well, if you love each other, you love somebody doesn't matter if they were an ex. There are things you just don't do. Foo, I don't think there's anything that you wouldn't do. <laughs> <laughs> there are 
things that you just don't do. And who are you to, you know, who, I'm not saying you, <laughs> I'm talking in general. Who are people, you know, the judge, is that right or wrong? Me, in that situation, for me personally, I think that would be very, very awkward. Unless my ex's, say, best friend was freaking smoking hot, um, then maybe I could sort of be okay with that. Um, <laughs> it, I'm joking well actually maybe not depending how hot and how sexual she is but you look at you know would that be okay or would you you know is that a thing a taboo thing that you would just not do and i want to know why would you not do that is it out of respect is it out of your exes anymore so so much of, if it's a respect you know so what you tell your kids that you're you know what you're um you're you know, Uncle, we'll say we're, your Uncle Avenue now is now Step Daddy Avenue. <laughs> would you, you know, would you be okay if there are kids involved? You have to put them before yours. Yes, you do, before yourself. You know what? In those situations, I agree. But I'm going to play devil's advocate, and I love playing devil's advocate, as you know. You look at a situation. Now, you know what? Would your kids want you happy? Maybe maybe they maybe they love Uncle Av and they think he's cool and awesome. Got it going on. They, Kids and love he would, me. It's yeah, true. Yeah, and he, he, they would love him to be Step Daddy Av instead of Uncle Av. Or would it be Step Uncle Daddy Av? Ooh, that sort of has a ring to it, doesn't no, it? No, it doesn't. <laughs> Step Dad. <laughs> I can't even all. repeat Step Daddy Uncle Av. Is that <laughs> how it goes? That sort of just flows, doesn't it? It should. Yeah. <laughs> you look at your, you look at the situation. You know. Do you do what's right? Is it selfish? And a lot of things in our society, we're brought up, we're taught that some, you know, a lot of things are selfish. And I agree with you, Foo. I do agree. When kids are involved, it's a different, different ball game. And you look at the situation. And I know, like, and I'm talking to ones that, um, the exes, I know, like I said, I could probably come up with 10 off the top of my head, you know, with a sister of, you know, with, her sister with his brother cousin you know with their you know they used to be close friends and cousins they're with them and there's kids involved now and it gets to be very dicey gets very very dicey very you know and should the kids be okay with it should they be forced to be okay with it again you know you try to do what's best for your kids and we talked about this, and I posted a couple things earlier, and I think it was earlier in the week or maybe over the weekend, about do you always, you know, are you one that always needs to make your kids happy? You're responsible for your kids' happiness, and I think that's a bunch of BS, and you need to stop doing it because we're going to have entitled, uh, spoiled brats on our hands. So, But with this situation about a friend or whatever, you know what, or maybe... Do you set boundaries? Okay, I will not date my ex's brother or my ex's sister, but you know what? The friend is okay because that's not a relative. Would you be okay with that? Would that be Would that be okay, Foo? <laughs> Where, where'd Rhonda go? Did she fall asleep on us? We know, know. we know she don't have school or didn't have school tonight because it doesn't start back up till next week if she's taking any summer classes. Um but you look at the situation, would you be okay with dating somebody's friend or would that be just awkward? And some people, believe it or not, they're okay with it. Oh, you know what? We broke up. It didn't work. I, I want her happy. I want him happy. And I think they'd be great together. I've heard that before. And that takes 
a lot of hey Rhonda, sorry, I didn't mean to uh, stalk you. Um, <laughs> you know, no, but you don't want to mess the kids up. I agree. How would you mess the kids up with this, foo? Psychological and emotional damage? Stepdaddy, Uncle Av? That's, I still, God, I love that ring. Mm-hmm. It's just so smooth flow. Av's, Av's getting ready to punch me in the dick. I just <laughs> I can't stand it. I think it's a horrible <laughs> idea. Terrible idea. Yeah, I do. I, Rhonda, I agree. I think there should be boundaries in place and you sit there. But you know what? Just think you could be totally, totally freaking happy and in love and totally happier than you were with the ex and you know they're a different person and oh my god you know what and you know what her sister is a lot hotter than she is and we just click and you know what her brother's hung a lot more than my ex would you how would you handle those situations or would you just not go there you know you can't fight the chemistry you can't fight that passion and all of a sudden, that one drunken night that you end up waking up with each other, your best friend, your ex's best friend, your ex's sister, brother, whatever, um, it was a one-night drunken excursion. Now you're like, oh, shit, what do we do? Depending if it was really good or not, you'd do it again, wouldn't you? You'd walk away, Rhonda, or are you lying? <laughs> but, you know, there's a lot of... <laughs> he has a few friends that would approach me, ew... Mo Fu, I know. Yeah, you're Fu. You're hot. You know, uh, freaking all kind of guys want you, right, Fu? Especially they know your sexual um, appetite and your sexual um, goal-seeking endeavors, <laughs> which is all hot. We broke up, but I could never. Yeah, I know. Um, yeah, that would be very, very difficult. I don't know if. Yeah, it's just some things I would like. You know what, because, you know, but I love their family. I, I just can't stand her, but I love her family, and you know what, I don't, <laughs> that would be very, very awkward, whatever. Maybe she wouldn't hang around the family events anymore. Maybe the ex wouldn't, so it would be okay. No, it's it's a very difficult, whatever. <laughs> it's a very difficult situation. I know, Foo, I got, yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, you know it, you got it going on. Chip Fu is a lucky dude, right? You look at the situation, you know, with, and it happens a lot. A lot of people don't think about it. They look at it and they say, oh, my God, how could they date the, you know, the brother, the best friend or whatever? And you look at that situation, um, would you, you know, is it wrong? Is it right? Is it a totally taboo situation with boundaries or does it just create too much complication or too much stress you know or do you move out of state and would that be okay you know move out of the country would you know if you love each other and i I love playing devil's advocate i'm not saying i'm for it not at all i'm just trying to shake you up a little bit and look at different situations ron uh ronda mentioned i had that happen my best friend's hubby was coming on to me, inviting me to go out with him. I was attracted to him. I removed myself from the whole situation. Rhonda, be honest. You did him, didn't you? <laughs> Rhonda, you, you freaking rode him like the freaking frickin stallion he was, right? Ah, <laughs> uh, that's not good. But, you know, you look at those, you know, are they, should they be, totally off limits and you look at you know jerry springer and all that crap you know about marrying 
the brother and having an affair with the brother. You know, he's, oh, my God, she's pregnant with her husband's brother's kid and all this stuff, right? Um, but you look at those situations. Nope. <laughs> I didn't think so, Rhonda. I was just playing, teasing. It gives you something to think about. Would it be good? And if your friend would, um, you know, would if your friend was in that situation, you know what? I'm in love with his brother. I'm in, you know, or you know, friends a guy. I'm in love with uh, her sister or whatever the situation is. Do you just pull yourself away from it, or is that temptation and that chemistry just too strong? And you know, what really happens if it does? You get that and you end. And then what happens now? You ruin sibling relationships, best friend relationships, cousin relationships. You know, do you take that chance? And would you know, it's a difficult situation. Most people, I agree, most people would stay away from that situation. I would too. But again, I'm not one, you know, you look at judging the situation, and Americans, for whatever reason, we are so quick to judge, aren't we, people? And what's right, what's wrong. And we try to, you know, one thing we wouldn't do, that doesn't mean it might not be right for somebody else. So, on that note, why don't we call it an evening? Is that okay, Av? Sure. I appreciate your help uh, very much again. You're a true professional, Avenue. Oh, always a, always a pleasure. And with that sexy voice you got going on there, I think uh, some people are going to show up and freaking maybe uh, freaking rape your ass. I highly doubt that. <laughs> highly doubt that. But uh, it's funny you mention that because I'm thinking about doing a uh, late night show here. Are you really? I'm con- I'm thinking about it. Avenue After Dark. We'll see. You know, all I like that. We'll see though. You know what? I do like that, Av. I just have to make sure the street lights are on. Oh, the street, yeah. <laughs> Rhonda, thank you so much for the kind words. Um, Foo, Rhonda, thank you so much for being on the live chat, as always. And thank you so much for the listeners out there and uh, loyal followers of the show. Uh, I can't tell pillow talk with av oh yeah he he's got that voice doesn't he Rhonda? oh look at that she's getting uh i bet you she's gonna freaking uh end up taking care of herself freaking listen just playing your voice back over and over again if my voice can do someone a bit of good then there you go i've done my part you know um yeah i'm all here to help right av that's what i'm here for that's right uh, oh, she said yes. Uh-oh. <laughs> well, Avenue After Dark. You know what? I like that. That's got a ring to it. I, I'd be freaking, oh, my God. What, what time would that be? I'd be uh, falling asleep, I may, uh, man. I may start it at uh, either 11 or midnight. Oh, my see. God. Really? Yeah. That Let's would see. be smooth. That, yeah. would be, that would be real smooth. Uh, well, every, uh, anyways, thank you for listening, everybody. I, I much love to everybody out there. Everybody be safe. Please out there. Start spreading love out there and kindness to everybody, man. Get rid of this freaking hate that's going on in the U.S. right now. I'm sick of it. I hate the racism. We need to uh, share the love. Most people are not that way. It's just the stupid idiots out there that uh, I don't know if they're uneducated or they're just haters and they need to stop, right? Start uh, sharing the love with everybody out there, okay? I mean that from the heart, so... We need to knock this shit off. It's 2015. doesn't matter what year it is. It should never be in place. So, 
Everybody, much love. Thank you for listening. This is the Art of Relationships Radio Show coming from rawradiox.com in Detroit City. Everybody take care. Peace. Much love. Waking up, kissing the floor of